Welcome back to Women's Rules of Engagement, a podcast that shares secrets for corporate women to grow and thrive and have fulfilling careers. Let's jump right into it. You know, there's no question it's tough to be an executive in business today, let alone a female one. More frequently, the high-level influential leaders in today's business world positions are held by men, and you know that better than anyone. Just look around you. In fact, there are more CEOs named John than all CEO women put together. I hate that thought and that statistic, but it is, and it doesn't have to be an is for you. Through this lopsided lens, women seemingly fall short of the mark in the eyes of the career decision makers, and sadly, it seems to me, sometimes in our own as well. Developing your executive presence helps bridge that gap between being seen as one of many in the crowd or a woman influencer today and into the future by your executive team who makes promotion decisions. If you're shaking your head thinking, executive presence can't do that. I mean, it's way too frivolous a concept. It can't affect my career that dramatically. Au contraire. According to the Center for Talent Innovation, executive presence counts for 26% of what it takes to get promoted. 26%. With this statistic smacking you in the face, you can't ignore developing executive presence. Now, women, despite knowing how important executive presence is, say one of the problems they have is that 81% of them say they're unclear about how to act on the often contradictory and confusing feedback they receive from leaders regarding this quality in them. You know, this last statistic isn't a surprise. Executive presence is an inside-out affair. It is you recognizing your value and letting it emerge into the world. And this is why I'm focusing on practical, easy-to-implement tips that will be in integrity with who you are and what you want from your career. I'm starting out with three yeses that come out of my early experience gaining executive presence. They may seem a little bit off the wall to you, but they had a big impact on me. So don't tune out. Say yes to envisioning being a leader. Try this exercise on for size. It had a life-altering impact on me, and I know it will be for you as well. So close your eyes, take a deep, steadying breath. Feel yourself going into the world of visualization. Now, visualize a leader you know, admire, and respect. Hear me, it has to be someone you personally know. Then imagine how he, she stands, or how she, he shakes hands, or how he, she looks you in the eye, or how she, he speaks how he, she is when walking into a room. It's you getting inside the skin of this much admired leader of yours. Slowly imagine sliding inside his or her beingness. 
Now look around. Feel, sense, and become the business leader. Perhaps pretend in your mind's eye to interact with others. Did you see a higher level of presence than you usually experience? I mean, did you sense there was more in you than you ever thought before? Is the gap between you and how this other person shows up big? This gap between what you feel and what you now have become aware of is possibly you giving away your power every single solitary day without knowing it. And if you feel or felt the jolt of awareness as I did, you'll realize how much of yourself you unconsciously leave out of the equation of your career, of who you show up as. Thus, you limit the power others gauge in you. Once I realized this, I entered rooms with purpose. I pause, center myself, consciously stand tall, and then mentally, I thought about sending my beingness, my presence, to the four corners of the room. It symbolized in my mind and in my body, my presence now owns that room. It was amazing how much different I felt and how much different I showed up in the eyes of others. So the secret to executive presence is not holding pieces of yourself back from the world, you know, because you have, you're frightened to show up that way or you have insecurities, but rather bravely reaching out and sharing all you are and all you can be with others. Next is say yes to believing it isn't merely about experience and expertise. I know this better than most. My first big training assignment was with Paramount Studies. Not bad, huh? I was pretty proud of that because it was my first job on my new company that I'd created. So I was smiling, grinning, ear to ear, as I walked through their iconic gates for the first day of a two-day leadership development program, I was ready to kill it, or so I thought. I had the expertise, I'd slaved over my content, and yes, I was revved up, ready to go, locked and loaded, as some might say. However, later that evening was a very different story. I was devastated, crushed, The day was a failure. No question about it. I crashed and burned. And on top of that, I had to go back to do it all over again the next day. As I squirmed in anguish, that wise, still, soft voice within asked me, what is success? Is it you looking good or is it the participants receiving value? Oh, no gut check. My attention had been on me revealing my expertise. The next day I went into the training event unconcerned whether I look good or not. My sole purpose, my sole focus was on the aha shifts occurring for every attendee, period. And guess what? Success. At the end of the day, the assessment 
Comments were glowing, all because I did one small about face, well, I guess it was a big one, and focused on them. So resting your presence exclusively on knowledge and technical expertise is not a winning foundation for those on leadership track. And how do I know this for sure? Well, I had a meeting with the studio head who had hired me. He said, right off the bat, did you take me on a roller coaster ride? Oh boy. He then went on to say, after that first day, I knew I made the worst hiring decision in years. Do you hear that? And can you imagine how my heart just sunk? The worst hiring decision? He went on to say, but then the second day was a triumph by everyone's evaluation, even mine. What he was saying is when I showed up with beingness, not with all the stats, not with all the expertise, I won the day because at that level, it's not the expertise that creates distinction. It's your beingness. Your expertise is your entrance fee, but it doesn't take you to the highest levels of your organization. Instead, separate yourself from the rest of the pack through your internal beingness or executive presence showing up. The secret to executive presence is not fixating on self and highlighting your expertise and digging deeper into all that you know and all the degrees you hold. Instead, it begins by centering your attention on others. Next is say yes to playing bigger. Fast forward in my world several years, I took part in a speaker's workshop. Yes, I believe everyone should sign up for such a course. It's a self-awareness revelation. At least it was for me. It came time in the program for me to be videoed. I reached my hand into that bucket to pull out my random topic. (laughs) The truth of the matter is, random is too weak an adjective to use. It was much more off-the-wall topic. Polish the elephant's toenails. I decided to have fun by playing it broad and clown-like, you know, bigger than I felt. After all, what did I have to lose? I began by boldly, dramatically pretending to heft up one of the elephant's foot, all the while swiping its toes with what I imagined to be a vivid, incandescent peak and expansive gestures. I felt as though I'd fallen into the land of the garish, slapstick comedian world. You know, my performance didn't feel like an act that was in any way related to me learning anything for business. Fun, but it really was completely meaningless. Then I watched the video. It showed the reality. How wrong I was. Out of that one exercise, I received a vital, never-forgotten lesson. Those huge gestures were way too puny. I showed up way too small. So much more of me could have come out. So much more of me could have had fun and been bold. The secret to executive presence 
is to release yourself to be bigger than you may be comfortable being right now. But expand your borders. But then, as you do that, something magic happens. You discover that there is really more to you than you ever conceived. The reality is, there is so much more that you could share with the world. The next one is, say yes to building your confidence. Being perceived as a future leader is always an inside-out affair, and confidence is fundamental. Somehow many of we women have bought into this limiting self-belief that it's a sin against femininity for us to be self-assured. Often, in our vernacular, we think and call it cocky or bragging or showing off. I have to tell you, if you buy into that premise, you're impairing your career mightily. It is a fact you can't express yourself in the same fashion as a man. I don't want you to. Your femininity is your winning formula. It brings its own power to business that companies need right now. Promote your confidence by accepting praise, stretching your comfort zone, expanding your bravery, questioning your self-lust, trusting yourself more, and speaking up when you have ideas. The secret is, it is your internal beingness and sense of self that draws others to you, including senior leaders. They are drawn to you and then they start judging you based upon the leadership material that emerges from you. Next is say yes. It begins with communication. Women own communication. And yet, sometimes we undercut the strength by the words we employ. Do you ever hear yourself saying, I'm sorry, or I'll try, or it's just... Others, particularly male leaders, perceive these empty phrases as competency diminishers. It negatively impacts how the movers and shakers in your organization perceive you. Eliminating these words from your lexicon will go a long way toward being recognized for who you are. An accomplished, intelligent, confident woman everyone sees as the future of the company. I also suggest, and hear this, at some unconscious level, continually expressing such weak verbiage is undermining how powerful you feel about yourself as well. The secret is allowing your belief in self to be reflected in the words and tone you employ. It sets the stage for being perceived as a leader. The next... And last one is, say yes to being delighted with your appearance. Although this aspect compromises only 5% of executive presence, and I hate to say this out loud because it sounds so shallow and unrelated to business. However, if you don't make the cut on appearance, don't worry about any other facet of executive presence because This one could knock you out of the game entirely. The good news is, it isn't about gorgeousness. Rather, it's about what you do with what you have. 
Grooming and putting yourself together signals you're serious about your work and your job and your pathway to leadership. Keep in mind, dressing authentically with your executive presence in mind and your company's culture is a winning formula. You know, one competent executive woman I worked with couldn't figure out how to crack the promotion code. She wanted to get into the highest ranks and believed, she truly believed, she deserved to be there. There's no doubt the decision makers saw value in Sarah as she was a go-to person on their list to assign the critical success must-be-done projects. Sarah couldn't figure out a way to get career traction, even with all her expertise and bandwidth. She was frustrated, even considered leaving the company. Her appearance was always impeccable. And yet, this was an area that concerned me. Why? Alice looked a bit like Alice of Alice in Wonderland fame. Despite being in her 40s, youthfulness shone from her face. Adding to this, she wore her long blonde hair straight down her back, almost touching her derriere. I delicately suggested cutting her hair, which was a no-go. Absolute no-go. But a couple of months later, much to my surprise, and I was thrilled, she came in with her hair quaffed and cut. Wow! She looked like an executive ready to command attention. Six months later, Sarah's promotion to the C-suite was announced. She was delighted with her 5% executive presence hair impact. The secret, occasionally, the issue is external. Be open to transforming yourself. The outcome often is worth it. As you can see, executive presence is about speaking powerfully, being the best you can in appearance and attitude. It's showing up confidently. More importantly, it's about paying attention to others. After all, leadership is truly about inspiring the best in everyone. When you think about the yeses we've discussed, which one most resonates with you? Taking on executive presence is challenging. There's no doubt about it. And it's also a heck of a lot of fun. You learn things about yourself that you never, ever imagined. Think about how big you want to paint your proverbial toenails. What are you going to exhibit moving forward from Women's Rules of Engagement? Your growth rests in your hands. I'm looking forward to you coming back again and hearing and using yet more practical, workable solutions you can incorporate into your winning career story. Much success, always.
I'm thrilled you've listened to the Thrive with Nancy podcast. My intention is to offer quick tips designed for you to apply right away, ones that will boost your career immediately. I bet you're already considering ways to implement these new ideas. Perfect. Now, if you do me a favor, pass the podcast link on to those who will benefit, your friends and co-workers. Thanks so much.